Thanks for tuning in to the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we cover movies, TV, video games, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. happening everybody it's your boy Ferris Madonna and welcome to another edition of the open table not LGR reviews no no we're not reviewing anything we're on our new show every every Friday guys eight o'clock eight o'clock Pacific eleven o'clock Eastern nine o'clock Mountain and ten o'clock Central it's our open table it's our weekly dinner party we talk to amazing people across the world and I mean across the world because last time we had someone in New Zealand but now we have yeah. we have two amazing people coming up right after I introduce my co-host, the wonderful Adelia. Adelia, how are you? I'm good, Ferris. I'm enjoying the quiet in my house. My four-year-old niece has been here all week, and it has mm-hmm. been chaos. So yeah. it's very nice to have it be quiet. Yeah, and, I, and I'm enjoying being back in my house. Yeah. After a week, after a weekend, I was I was in Baltimore. I will talk about that trip in two weeks when uh, when we have some special guests in a while. We'll talk about that, uh, but. But without further ado, you know, you're amazing, Adelia. But but our guests here, they're tremendous. They're, you know, I would say they had this great interview on Friday with former guest Nerd Chronic on the Passion Fruit YouTube channel called the Reactiverse Reactiverse Podcast. And they talked about how they got into the game of reacting to movies. First it was vlogging, then it was reacting. Uh... Tremendous people. I call them trendsetters. You know, I think they're trendsetters. Uh, wonderful people. Amazing. From the great land of Arizona. It's the one, the only. They're not late to this party. It is late to the party. Vanessa and Robert. Hey, Adelia. Hey, hey. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. So happy to be here. The hot land of Arizona. Yeah. 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 Setting records every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Arizona, guys, okay. How is Arizona? Like, hot. like okay, it's hot. Yes. But like, like, what do you, what, 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 what stuff y'all get up to in Arizona? Like, what do y'all do on a daily basis? Like, because I know you guys are very busy, you know, reacting to stuff, trying to stay on top of the trends of the new movies and the new TV shows, like you guys said in, in your interview with Eric. But like, what's something you guys do to like, you know what, you know, Vanessa, I don't want to really re- react. I want to go do something else right now. I want to decompress. I want to, I want to get away. Like, what do you guys do? I heard you guys go to a uh, loft on Mondo Mondays. Yes. Is that, yeah. is, is, do y'all still do that? Do y'all do something else? Do you read, write poetry? What do you guys do? 
<laughs> Not so much. Yeah, we go to the movies, as William Harold can attest to in the comment mm -hmm. section. Uh, we go to the loft. Uh, we go to our local AMC, which is literally a stone's throw away from where we live. Yeah. Uh, but it's too hot. Like, it's so hot. So that's really what we did. And that's what we've always done growing up in Arizona. We watch movies like we would go to the mall because it was cooler. We really didn't have money to spend there. So yeah. we go to the movies and that's pretty really, much what we do now. Yeah, we don't really have a whole lot of other things like to do in the summertime, I guess, because it's so hot outside. So you either have to wake up super early to go mm -hmm. on walks or you go on walks like super late at night, which we do anyways because we have a dog. So we, we take her for walks. Um, I mean, other than that, I, I do read. I like to read. Um, and then I'm uh, like currently playing Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So that's what mm -hmm. I like to do too. I don't play a whole lot of video games as much as I used to. I get pretty bored, but if there's like a game that I like that from the past when they do like the remakes, like when uh, Dead Space came out, they did a remake for that. I ate up that game. Like I love that game, beat it. And now I'm just waiting until I can play it again. Cause I put a little bit of time in between plays. Um, but, you know, it's, it, I can't go back back to like the older games. Like I don't have the patience for that. Mm -hmm. And then some of the newer games are just too meticulous and just take way too much of my effort to pull them off. Like Zelda, like I was all about Breath of the Wild. But then she's over here saying, oh, you got to do this and make this to do this to the." I was like, no, I'm not into the crafting game. Just give me a gun, <laughs> some ammo and a health pack and just send me on my way and that'll be fine. So. But other than not, that, not man, a big fan of the open worlds, Robert. You're not a big fan of the open de world. Depends on the open world. Skyrim, okay. no. GTA, yes. So it's like it depends. If it's easy enough for me, like there's a balance. Like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn was, I think, pushing the limit mm -hmm. of like my crafting abilities. It's just I forget stuff when it comes to all the things they allow you to do. But when they get too meticulous and they're like, oh, you can only carry this much to this thing to do this and that. And I was like, okay, now you're just getting crazy with it. Let me carry a million weapons with me. I don't get rid of anything. I don't want to sell mm -hmm. anything. And just let me go on my way and complete the mission. Hey, fun fact, Robert, when you said Dead Space, I bought Dead Space last week. Did I, you I, it yet? I, st I started playing it last night. I'm still on the first mission. It's I was great. killing some weird looking necromorphs yeah is that what they're called necromorphs they're, they're, okay they're the, ne yeah, the, the necromorphs like the humans with the with the doc ock things from the back you know i killed a couple then the, and a couple killed me uh one of them jumped out of nowhere and i i may have let out an audible scream sure but, you know, it, was, it, was a, it was a great game it was a great game i, I quite enjoyed this this first bits adelia do you ever do like horror games have you ever played like the survival oh, no. horror games no 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 I would love to see you play Dead. I would love to see everybody play Dead Face, but Dead, Dead Face, Dead Space, but especially you and Vanessa. I know, she he's hasn't trying to get it. me to play Dead Space, and I was like, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll do it on a live stream and play. You have to. You should. <laughs> when I play, like when I played Silent Hill, I literally will have to go like head first into danger and let them kill me. <laughs> before i can do anything because i'm like okay they killed me once i'm okay now i can continue <laughs> the shock is gone it, yeah. it's kind of like what jackie chan does like if you're what jackie chan does when it comes to firing a gun for the camera he'll mm -hmm. pull the trigger once so that the shock of it you get past and then he'll fire it again and that's the cut that they'll yeah, end up that's, using that's how i am with with playing like scary games exactly <laughs> i gotta let him kill me remove first. the shock yeah yeah i remember i, I dabbled in the space alien dark world where I played like the alien game. Yeah. Like alien something. And uh, it, I don't know what it was called. 
who's, yeah, who's in the remember. Alien franchise. But it got to the point where it was like, I'm just walking around in a circle. Like, like what am I doing right now? Like, Honestly, I'm, though, that's that's what that game is. Like, yeah. like, there ain't a whole lot of substance to it. It's about running and hiding and hoping yeah. it doesn't find you. It's not so much of like a campaign-driven game. You. Yeah, and they do. They do. Uh, Alien Isolation. That's what it was Yes, called, Alien but. Isolation. There it is. Yeah. I bought it. Was like, it was like $2 on PS, PS PlayStation Store. I kind of buy those cheap games and be like, well, let me try something new, you know. I play a lot of sports games, you know, FIFA, Madden, um, baseball, and then I'm right. like, you know what? Let me let me tr- let me actually play video games, you know, you know, you know. I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people who be like, oh, video games suck. It's like, no, nah, you just play NBA 2K every single day. That's why. That's I bet you go play Ghost of Tsushima. Great game, dude. dude yeah, and I haven't yeah, played it yet. Like, it's one of those that ones game. that yeah. we're keeping in our back pocket. Like, yeah, we want to get into it, and, and I want to get to it sooner and later. It's true. I want. Usually, what we do is like when the next game's coming out, that's when we'll that's get the true. old game, play mm-hmm. it, and get ready yeah. for the the next game. Yeah. Then we don't play that that game, but we wait for the next game <laughs> after that. So, yeah. it's or a we finish cycle. both of them so quick, and then we are sitting here waiting for the next game, like Horizon. Last of Us. True. Last, Last, of, Last of Us. Yeah. And we had to wait like we had to wait like eight years for the new one, and you're like, "Come on, man!" And then they gave us the TV show, and we're like, "This is amazing," you know. Uh, I'm excited for the next Spider-Man game. Like that was yeah. another one too that was just. I've been playing the, the, the I've been playing the, the the Spider-Man one lately to be like, oh yeah, I can see why this game was the shit. Like it's pretty awesome. Definitely you know, is, and really, we yeah, just yeah. watched. Uh, we just watched across the across the universe across the, across the spider verse yeah. mm-hmm. and uh we're, the our reaction should be up on the channel tomorrow but uh that like that one dude like that gives you an even more appreciation not just for the spider-man game but for like all things spider-man and just the yeah, badass abilities you're able to do but it's amazing when they can take those badass abilities and you can do them all in the video game which is what makes yeah. that game so much fun yeah spider-man um so growing up hey, speaking of spider-man robert thank you for bringing that up Fun, um, not fun fact, kind of like an embarrassing fact. I didn't know Spider Man was based on a comic book when the movies came out. Oh, okay. Isn't that great? That's, yeah, no, that's education, that. though. That's how you bring yeah, it to the so, masses and introduce yeah. them. But I thought it was based on the animated TV show in the oh, 90s, right? Sure. So I watched I that. that one. So yeah. I watched the animated TV show because it was on Disney XD. Shout out to Disney XD. You know, you had a good <laughs> run. You had a good run. Um, so yeah, like yeah. on Disney XD, it would air like the bat. The, um, 90s animated Spider-Man and like the 90s X-Men TV show. Yeah. So like I watched that on that, you know what I mean? So I was like, this show's amazing. Not knowing that it was airing in 1992. May I thinking that it was airing in 2010? Like this is a great decision, Stanley. But I was like, <laughs> 10 years too late. And Thanks then I also, yeah. And then I then I watched Spider-Man Unlimited where he goes to the other planet and everyone's like, the animals are the humans and the humans are the pets. And it's like, it was it was it's awesome, right? It's awesome. So, like, I didn't know what a comic book was. And then in high school, me and my friend Raymond, shout out to you, Raymond, wherever you are. He's probably bartending right now. Um, he said he was reading, he was, he's reading, like, this little thin book. And I'm like, hey, yo, what the hell is that, dog? So, I just a comic book. I was like, oh, what the hell is a comic book? He's like, comic book, superheroes. And I was like, he's like, and I looked at him, I'm like, I know books, bro. Books and novels. I don't know what a comic book is. Yeah. He's like, you don't know what a comic book is? And I was like, no, I don't know what a comic book is, Raymond. What is that? And he's like, dude. <laughs> Everything you watch now is based on these. I was like, Batman, Superman. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. And he takes me to the comic book store up the street from my high school. There's a comic book store up the street. And I walk in and I was like, who, who, when did I die and join heaven? What is this? 
<laughs> and I I bought I quickly bought like the so I bought the Rebirth DC series. So I bought Green Lantern, big fan of Green Lantern, shout out to Dwayne Burke, Batman, and um and the Tanhasi Coast versions of Black Panther one and two. And I thought I lost them forever. And I found out my mom just took them and she's holding oh. them for me. So shout out to nice. my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom. My nice mom really she, she she has them. So that's dope. Okay. But yeah, that's my story. My yeah, story. dude, you're like the epitome of late to the party. I am uh, yes. The comic book. I am so late. I was so late. I was I was like, yo, man, it's great that they create this movie off of an animated show, not knowing it was created on a comic book in the fifties. And funny enough, if you want to go even deeper, man, the comic books were created just from mythos and lore from the past. So yeah. it's like everything has an origin story from something Somewhere, before. Yeah. And so the stars essentially is where everything originated from. Storytelling from just what was up in the sky. And we got bored when mm -hmm. we decided, let's tell a tale from that. And that's where it all <laughs> yeah, came yeah. from. So that's fun. I, that's exciting. Spider-Man's my favorite character, period, forever. It was always Spider-Man. And then everyone was like, yeah, I don't want really to give a shit about anybody else. Like Spider-Man, like they're like Batman, but then when Iron Man showed up with like Robert Downey Jr., I'm like, this Iron Man fellow, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah these this guys are really nice, you know. Yeah. And it became Spider-Man and Iron Man and Batman. So like it's those three that are my favorite, you know. But I do believe that you know Batman's all of Batman's problems would uh, would be solved if he just went to therapy. But you know <laughs> he, he doesn't he doesn't want to he doesn't want to go there. The therapists are probably all crooked in Gotham. So that's true. Even Chase Meridian was just trying to jump his bones and Batman forever the entire that's time. True. So uh, like, yeah. who the hell is he going to talk to? Eventually, once she did, like, then they chatted up a little bit and then right. she was gone in the next one. Actually, yeah. they were all gone. And then, the and then certain therapists, you know, become, you know, sadistic criminals. Except for Robin. That's true. Yeah. They, yeah. They, shout they, out to Chris, yeah, Christopher O'Donnell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, man, George Clooney had every, had every, tool in the book to be a great batman too bad too bad too bad too bad yeah. i feel like he did a decent job as bruce wayne yeah he did Who? uh george yeah clooney yeah clooney. Yeah, he's i think he just played himself batman yeah he's on batman no no not that, a fan here's my back card <laughs> <laughs> i think val kimmer had a great combination of both yeah I think so. uh, honestly, and Tim, Tim Franco and us, we were just talking about that the other day, last Saturday, actually, um, doing karaoke at the Boondocks. Uh, we're talking about Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Like, we like those movies. I like Batman Forever more, but we enjoy the Schumacher movies. Like, they're fun. They're very campy. In my opinion, they are a cinematic version of the TV show, know, the Adam West Batman series. Yes. So, to me, it just feels yeah. like that, but you made it this. But it's the same thing. Yeah, those were the first Batman movies that I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. Before I that saw the, you know, the, the other one, Michael the Keaton one, oh, okay. yeah. the darker, yeah. grounded versions. The first Batman that I ever saw was the the TV series from the sixties. Right. That's the Batman I fell in love with. I don't right. like like I. It's very controversial to the, some of the LGR crew, but I don't like the Nolan trilogy. I think it's kind of boring, and I so. I think it's influenced by the fact that that's the Batman I fell in love with was the campy, crazy, funny one. Yeah, Tim Franco talks about that all the time. Like he misses the camp. He misses the silliness. He misses the absurd. Uh, and he, you know, he's, he's got a point when it comes to the origins and what we did end up getting at times with Batman and how, yes, we got the serious and we got the nitty gritty kind with, with Nolan. And he did a fantastic job, but it's like, there's gotta be something of everything um just as long as you know it's 
done executed well yeah. and yeah. not the flash i like the that's what i liked about the gotham series sure that's that I, was on like the villains in the gotham series I, are good. it just was too much at some point like they just, <laughs> it got heavy-handed at some point yeah i think with with batman though like you you can you can do a lot with the villains you can't do yeah. a lot with Batman. You know, Batman's, it's very like, either he's going to be dark and brooding and like, you failed the city or whatever. No, not failed the city. That's, that's, that's how, what, what's his face? That's Green Arrow. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oliver. And then, um, you know, so, and then, or it's like, it's camp, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, with, like, like the Nolan trilogy, they were really more based on the villain. Like Batman Begins. Scarecrow, Rachel Ghoul, that was the shit. You know, the Dark Knight, it was it was basically the Joker. It it was the Joker. I'm sorry. Like I tell every, like yeah. I make this joke all the time where I was like, that's not the Dark Knight. He's like, what do you mean it's not the it's the Joker, bro? The show, the, the, show, the the movie is the Joker. Like, no offense to Christian Bale. And then like in Dark Knight Rises, Bane was the shit until the very end where they made him a I'm like, that's not Bane. Get out of here. What are you doing? Like, he's not a he's not a crony. Like like and one, he's Latino. Why is he British? I'm confused here. But you know, I digress. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, it, the one that did Bane right, I think, is the Harley Quinn TV series. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Quinn TV series. Yeah, we haven't even watched the new season. I know yet, we but... haven't, but that's because you know we were doing reactions to it, and then WB Discovery decided to come over and be like. No, claim, 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 like, yeah, and block. Did they block some of them? They blocked like yeah. important ones too. So, like I think like, like it was a two part finale, and they blocked like one of them. And yeah. then I tried to fight it, and they're just like, nope, blocked. Yeah. And it's like, well, you just ruined my whole like consistency to have everything, and yeah. now I just don't even want to watch your show anymore. Yeah. But we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> hey, did you guys ever play that Arkham games, like the Arkham Asylum and Arkham yeah. Knight, and oh, mm -hmm. dude, those games, those like awesome. Arkham City. My like, favorite is Arkham City. Talk about games that are like capable of like embodying everything that came before and did mm -hmm. it right. Like the Arkham series, I thought did an incredible job yeah. in incorporating what you can't really get with the movies. You can it's only just... get some pieces of it, mm -hmm. but this was like the whole world of Batman. That's why when they keep pushing the Suicide Squad, I'm like, that's okay. As long as you can get it right, I'm okay with you pushing it. Yeah, because that's Rocksteady as uh -huh. well, too. So. Yeah. yeah, it's the uh, it's the Montreal crew that made the first arkham game i think they yeah, made was, i thought yeah. they made arkham origins yes yeah yeah and rocksteady made the arkham asylum city yeah they did the, the trilogy night yeah yeah yeah, rocksteady. Think, yeah yeah i think i think origins is the first one right guys Technically, yeah, Technically, because the, the timeline takes came, place yeah, first. Came after the other games. You go up against Deathstroke, which we've never played that one. Yeah, we haven't played. We that only one. played the the Rock City trilogy, mm -hmm. yeah. which I, I like know. the soundtrack to Arkham City. Oh yeah, the soundtrack yeah. is. I love I love when great. PS when the PS Store like puts those like bundles on like deals like, buy like these three games for twenty bucks or like yes, so like I bought like all three of them for like yeah. twenty five dollars. My bro, that's a steal. Like that's a steal. It's like, go oh, buy these four Assassin's Creed games for thirty dollars, and it's like, yep, cool with me. I'll buy them because I love those narrative stories where like there's a story I gotta follow, do a little side missions here, but there's a main story where like you're an assassin, you gotta save the world from cosmic destruction and all that jazz. But you know, the Arkham games, you know, there's a story. I quite enjoy it. Shout out to Kevin Conroy, your legend. God rest your soul. Yeah, yeah man. Conroy but I want Hamill. Yeah, 
and oh yeah, him, Mark Hamill's the Joker, phenomenal, amazing. Yeah. I love I love it where like, you know, it's, I'm not really spoiling the game because the game's really old. Where he, the Joker's dead, but the Joker's n- like not dead. Right. Like he's like he's like Mark Hamill's voice is everywhere. It's pretty yeah. Nice way of doing That's it. Good. I quite enjoyed it. But guys, I want to get to um. You said WB um kept striking your stuff. How do you guys choose what to react? Is it very, you know, um, like, like, alg- like, al- al- well, how do you say the word? What's the word, Adelia? Allegory? Algorithmic? No, alg- al- algorithmic. Thank you. I was about to say allegory. Al- is it algorithmic? <laughs> is it al- like you see, like, you know, the stats and like that? Or is it sometimes like, you know what? I just want to watch this. You just want to watch this? Let's just watch this. And Nine times. A little bit of both. Yeah. Not- I would say seven out of 10 is because we really want to watch it. Yeah. And then three out of 10 is because we think we, about the algorithm and the viewership sure, as well. we, we kind of uh, i guess do research on it to see like if people are interested in in watching it mm-hmm. um uh based off of like if other reactors have watched it too mm-hmm. and kind of see like okay we're kind of similar to what they do and they did the movie and it seems like they have good numbers so maybe eventually we get to it and stuff like that so it really depends. If nobody shows up for the trailer reactions, that's yeah. a great way to kind of test the waters for stuff. Yeah. Is if no one shows up really for the trailer reactions, then we're probably not going to put much effort into a movie reaction, knowing that you didn't show up to watch us watch the trailer. Yeah. So more than likely, there's no reason for us to do a movie reaction, and we'll just watch the movie on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, same with the series. You know, if we're doing a, a, a show uh, trailer and like nobody cares, if Later on, there's a huge buzz and everybody starts talking about it because everyone didn't know. Then maybe we'll jump in after mm-hmm. the fact. That's what happened with Squid Game. Yeah. Mostly because we didn't know about Squid Game, but right. we heard rumblings of it when it first dropped, but mm-hmm. nothing crazy. But then when we were seeing Dos Cavazos and other channels that did do it, we're getting astronomical numbers on their reactions. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, uh, this is something we should watch. That yeah. is a situation where algorithm played a part because they were just killing it numbers wise stuff you don't typically see and i think we were what maybe a week behind two weeks behind and we jumped into it and even us like one of our highest viewed episode reactions is the squid game is the squid game episode so even though we were a week or two late so was the rest of the world so we like jumped in right when everyone did and it was killer it was amazing for the channel but then there's other shows like what we do in the shadows, which our yeah. numbers, nothing. Yeah, they're not great. And we don't do it for the algorithm. No, we do it for ourselves because we love that show. So, so there's situations you where know, eventually, maybe somewhere down the line, because they're on the channel, that they'll get a huge they'll boost. Uh, and that it, that basically kind of happened when we ended up watching uh, Cobra Kai, uh, because you know Cobra Kai was on YouTube Red, so it didn't really get a whole lot of push at that time but then when it moved over to netflix Netflix, people watched our reaction to the season finale for season two and that skyrocketed uh like crazy so still again one of our highest viewed episode reactions on the channel is uh to cobra kai cobra kai squid game and then uh let's see there's a couple stragglers up there cobra kai is number one civil war is number two squid game is number three in terms of highest viewed videos of all time on our channel so that just goes to show you that even cobra kai we relate to the party we 
we didn't do the first season of Cobra Kai on our channel. What we do in the shadows, we didn't do the first season because we didn't know. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. We watched it because we wanted to watch it. And then after that, it was like, well, damn. I think, didn't that also happen with uh, Stranger Things? Like, we didn't do yeah, the first season. Yeah, we didn't do the Stranger first season Things. either. We just watched we, it on our own. We jumped in on second season, yeah. And because, obviously, you watch it, so it's not a true reaction if you go back. That's just fraud. Right. So we were like, all right, we'll, we'll start, start with, with season, season two. two. And that's late yeah. to the party. So that kind of helped us just having that name because then we jumped in at season two instead. Sense. We didn't know. Yeah. We kind of yeah, lack the foresight, you know, we're, yeah. we're always reactive, funny enough, <laughs> versus proactive. Although we should probably be proactive. In we should things. be proactive, but just like the movie reactions, we should have been doing those ages yeah, ago. We had it already all set up, but we didn't even think do movie reactions instead of trailer reactions for yeah. all the old movies. And we would have been in a pretty, pretty nice spot right now because movie reactions are killing it online. Yeah, Especially but, if you uh, haven't seen it, like, some of the heavy hitters yeah I'll, I'll i'm you know youtube bread man that was the wildest era because i remember getting youtube bread and i watched yeah. cobra kai on like the weekend and i'm like damn am i gonna have to have youtube bread for this entire show yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> like oh my god so i canceled it you know i was like no nah, this is nonsense and i'll re-up and then like a year later it's like yeah we sold the rights to netflix and i was like Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and like, I felt like I was, I was like, I was like, now everyone's gonna know why I've been yelling about Cobra Kai. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I was early to the party. You know, apparently. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, you know, kind of just took off, and Cobra Kai became Cobra Kai. You know, and I enjoy it. I love it myself. Um, but guys, um, more questions about you. Uh, Rob, so I was listening to the Eric podcast, um, love Eric again, um, where you said you want to create a sense of like, you want to help people, right? You want to talk about your setup with other people and how you trade, like trade secrets and how to do, how do you, like, how do you do things certainly? Cause I'm looking at your camera. Your camera is amazing. Sure. All right. It's tremendous. Um, like, like how do you envision doing that? And do you uh, think that could be sustainable with collaboration with, with others? Uh, it actually, it's been going on for quite some time. It's, yeah. it's one of those behind the scenes things. It's not something that I put at the forefront and monetize or anything like that. Uh, but there are channels out there that would know, like they know that we collaborated, we talked each other through it. I'll, I've even made videos of doing editing things or tricks and sent them to those other channels. And like, this is what I do and I'll show them. I'll write like, I've had Greg Alba contact me after we got this very camera. Greg Alba contact me, he said, hey, what camera are you guys using now? And so I was like, oh, we're using this camera with this lens and this is the focal length of whatever we're doing. And immediately, like right after that, the Real Rejects ended up jumping to a new camera too. They're not using the same camera, but he knew what to look for because you uh -huh. don't know until somebody does it and you're like, oh, that's what I like. Hey, what is it that you're doing? And then you you share that. But yeah. there's a channel out there and I love it. Michael Blankenship, Blank, is the, the editor of this channel. And it's Extraordinarily Ordinary Media. Extraordinarily Ordinarily Media. Yeah. We were on the ground floor when they started. It was three guys that were doing reactions with one editor that was cutting all their stuff. But he had questions. So he reached out to us. And dude, me and Blank, we went through everything. Still to this day, still do it. We'll communicate back and forth. And right now they're pushing 50,000 subs. They're going to hit 100,000 probably by the end of this year. JL, who's their primary reactor on their channel, is 
killing it because he hasn't seen any movies, so they're dominating so they get, right like, now. The heavy hitters like Lord of the Rings, Back to the, Back Future. To the Future. He's going Jurassic through Jurassic Park. Park. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. they're, the, the Marvel movies, like he's going think, through everything. Yeah, those are like the heavy hitter movie reactors. That's kind of where I feel like they started. Uh, whereas, unfortunately, you know, we've seen those movies already when they came out. So and and Blank reached really out and, and Blank wanted details of like, well, how? How do you get past the copyright? How do you cut this to get past, you know, the blocks that, that plague all of us? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, dude, let's go through it. And there's so many other channels that I'll sit there and type out these long things and letting everybody know how we do it and what we do you just got to ask and then when i find time and i'm able to break it down i'll do it and hopefully it'll help people out and it has it's helped quite a few channels out so it's something that we've always kind of been doing but it's not really at the forefront and i kind of look at it i guess not so much it's more in the back of my mind that it feels like i'm giving away the trade secrets like i don't want to go out there and make a video on it but if i feel like if i'm helping somebody out individually like i'm putting in work and effort to help them it feels more acceptable than me making all these videos putting them out and then basically just robbing all the other reactors because now i just created a whole bunch of reactors you know by making the trade information out there forever it's like a magician you know mm-hmm. showing showing sharing your yeah. secrets so there's part of me it's like i'm cool with doing it individually with people but i just never felt like it's something i should put the effort to put it in a video though. it's true i'm just too lazy <laughs> to make a video about it all and mm-hmm. edit it together but honestly it comes down to like i, I don't want to monetize it and give everybody the information because i feel like that would be wrong and i'm sure that there's plenty of other uh youtube's that do it way better online anyway well i haven't done it yet how do you know i'm not doing it <laughs> honestly yeah I, I i just it's not something i entertained putting it out on youtube for people to watch videos on how to do it but yeah individually man i'll help out anybody that comes and asks detail wise so you're big into collaboration robert like that's the way to go you know because at the end of the yeah. day a, a, a rising tide lifts all boats it's true Oh yeah, we'll we'll go into the comment sections and we'll watch everybody's live streams. And if we're not, it's because we're out filming or doing something else somewhere at the movies. Like, um, what was it? Mondays, Mondays we used to do the uh, uh, Nerd Chronic, Video Chronic, and they would do like their quizzes and stuff. And they used to do it on Mondays and then we would start going to Mondo Monday and it just interfered with with Mondays. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's finding time to be able to to support each other and, and just being in the comment section, commenting, liking and sharing or signal boosting, whatever you can do. If you catch it, I get it. You know, not everyone catches it. And even we're at fault for it. Like we watch so many of our peers. We watch a lot of channels and we don't say shit in yeah, the comment section. <laughs> we'll like it, but uh, yeah, we just we, we forget. Just, we don't go into the comment section because we'll just, we, we talk to each other. That's our comment section. Yeah, it's there. weird. <laughs> like it's, and we try and get better at it. Yeah. It's like JL from EOM. I was just telling him, oh yeah, I watched this, 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 this. And as I was telling him all the videos that we watched recently of his, I was like, damn, I didn't comment in one of those videos so like we try when we can yeah, to signal boost them something like really that i want them to see then i'll put it in there but yeah majority of the time we're just silent watchers it, and and that's a thing that we just need to get better at because for the longest time we've always been silent watchers much like many of the people like us so yeah they're like the uh, some people will comment or will say that yeah i watched this video of yours this video of yours and it's like 
oh cool and they they don't comment either so it's we're in the same boat <laughs> but tim franco will always tell me like i would just watch your vid I'm like, like why didn't you say tim. anything <laughs> tell me tim tell me you're there he's probably here right now he tell, watches all always, these live streams that's why i tell everybody comment man comment guys guys this this is what i ask for the viewers i ask for one thing well a couple things i ask them to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell get all the notifications for the channel that's what i ask for right there thank you robert right there uh you know because we're at we're at 850 subscribers trying to get to 900 so we're almost there almost there. that's all i ask and then if you guys want to donate that's cherry on top of the sunday well the sunday yeah. is subscribing and hitting that notification bell that's it go. and commenting that's it that's the sunday yeah. if you want to add a little cherry the donation and joining the patreon at patreon underscore lgr network but i want to also something eric that popped in my mind during an interview where you guys said you guys wanted to vlog early on you guys loved vlogging you know you guys vlogged at the um at the local or night you guys did i don't remember the name um, nightfall. Oh, nightfall when did it when did it become apparent that you guys are transitioning over to reacting was that like you know you guys vlogged and saw the reactions have these amazing numbers or was it kind of did someone tell you to start reacting or is it just a kind of an organic transition to just like let's just react to stuff on our channel instead of vlogging uh i mean i think it was more so of we saw the numbers that reactions were doing and we we're like mm -hmm. oh well you know we do talk about these movies and watch the trailers all the time like why not just kind of transition over there and it felt like it was an easier kind of foot in the door as far as getting subscribers and stuff uh whereas i feel like with vlogging it does take a little bit more time when it comes to uh you know building a fan base or building a base off of that um mm -hmm. whereas reactions i feel like it, it's a little bit more steady so no? on, I mean, okay. <laughs> I, the way I remember it, we were doing the vlogging and vlogging is really hard because you're working with zero template. You're like, it's, it's just start, just go. And then when you're editing vlogs, it's even worse. Cause yeah, you're cause like, you don't know how do I, how do I put either? it all yeah. together? Mm -hmm. Like you're just taking a mishmash of everything. And if you didn't film, like if you didn't ahead of time already to know what you were going to showcase to be able to cut it later, like it, you got to work in the field to make it work in the editing room as well, to make your life easier. And there's a lot that goes into that. And so what I started realizing, because we didn't know how to edit out of the gate, we weren't doing the editing mm -hmm. and we were doing the vlogging and then just throwing it to some of our friends who knew how to edit. And then they would come back with it. And I was just like, I don't know, it doesn't really like, I feel like we weren't helping you by shooting the right stuff and you weren't helping us. So then it just kind of hit a wall, it felt like. We didn't really know what we were doing. Uh, and so it just kind of got stale in the sense of like, well, maybe we don't know how to do this. And then the reactions were, were starting to come out where we, the reason why we even did reactions in the first place was because we felt like we could add a voice to it. Like we got excited. When we saw this stuff, we had an hour long, two hour long conversation after watching the trailer a hundred million times for The Force Awakens. <laughs> like, why can't we? We have the equipment that works with the other stuff we're doing. So why not? Let's try that. And so we ended up doing it. We said it in the interview, but I wasn't as clear. We ended up doing it for like the second or third trailer for The Force Awakens. It wasn't even the first or second trailer. It was like the official trailer two or whatever. And that's the one we ended up doing a reaction to. And then when we did that, yeah, the numbers skyrocketed. And then so I was like, oh damn, like that's actually 
this is easier. Like, this is an easier thing to do. We still weren't editing, but it was easier to give it to somebody and turn it around. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what we wanted. And so we just started throwing more effort to that form of content than doing the other stuff, which was taking longer. Funny enough, we never stopped vlogging technically. I was just watching another video a couple days ago and she's like, what the hell is that? It's like, that's us. We did vlogs for movie reviews. So if you go back to our early movie reviews of all the movie reviews, <laughs> we did vlogs I before guess, yeah. and did stupid stuff, little skits, all that. Even the Force <laughs> Awakens review was a whole vlog. It's at the theater that no longer exists. It's been bulldozed in line. We had music, we had costumes. Like yeah. we did all sorts of vlogs. So early in the morning. Yeah. for that but it, that's how we transitioned our vlogs over and nobody really noticed and it wasn't doing as good numbers wise and so it was like well, we're putting so much effort into these reviews well let's just cut the vlog stuff out and let's just give everybody a review yeah. so that's what you get now with the movie reviews and then the vlogging ended up coming after we were more versed in editing more versed in filming and more versed in confidence and just knowing what to say to where i think it was really nightfall where we learned where we would go and make it a point to shoot in this open area in public uh and with friends and see how it turned out and when that did good we did the conventions Phoenix Comic-Con, that cut our teeth for San Diego Comic-Con. And then after San Diego Comic-Con, you know, it was the Not, Not Scary Farm and Disneyland and yeah. uh, Halloween Horror Nights. And we started doing, you know, bigger and, and more extravagant vlogs that still don't get anywhere near amount of views as the, as the trailer reactions. But that's why we don't do nearly as many as we did. So... Right. That's a long answer for a short story. Long story. What's the quote? Nobody. Short story long. Long answer, short story. Short story, long an answer. Anyways. I have no idea, did. Robert. You can you could you could have made up the phrase and I'll be like, I agree. Check out our reaction to nobody on our channel now. It just came out <laughs> Thursday. It's in there. <laughs> All right. Fun fact. Um, um, sad fact. I've never actually been to Disneyland. Woo, but uh, that's a story for fun. Yeah, that's a story for yeah. another day. Adelia. Yeah. Um, I found you guys uh, when you started doing Schmodown reactions, and I was wondering, how did you decide to start reacting to something that's as niche, uh, we all loved it, but as niche as the Schmodown was? Right. Funny enough, we were kind of, I think when it was the first spectacular. Yeah. When we were kind of like, you know what, we could totally react to this stuff, because uh, just kind of, you know, like a sport. So you're reacting to a sport that's happening. Um, but we never did it until until Christian gave the go ahead because I remember <laughs> I remember when he was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for you know people to you know react to this. We want to see your reactions." So we're like, "Okay, well there we go." Because we we were trying to find a way to like reach out and be like, "Hey, can we react to this?" And we just never ended up doing it. And then finally, Christian was like, okay. Yeah. We were always going to react to the Schmodown. Yeah. We were waiting to react to the Schmodown to the point where, yeah, we wanted to meet up or run in or have a, a conversation without feeling like we're soliciting. Like, oh, we want to react to your stuff. Like, yeah. you know, to, let's, let's partner up. Like, we didn't want that. We wanted to be fans, which we were. 
of the Schmodown, but we even knew we were like, damn, we got a pretty good thing going right now with the channel. We've got our, our editing down. We've yeah. got the quality in place, the consistency. It's like, we just need that door to open so we can jump in when the Schmodown is ready for us. And when we're ready for the Schmodown, because we were actually, we were ready for the Schmodown. And it wasn't until that post from Christian on, I think it was like Facebook or something, yeah. where he's just like, hey, if there's any reactors out there that want to react to the Schmodown, let, let's see it. I was like, like all right, done. And we did it that night, like that very first Schmodown, yeah, we, we had it engineered. And it was like that week, we yeah. ended up getting a, a notification from Christian Harloff saying, when you in LA. Yeah, it's like, oh. And yeah, it's great. And it was because we were fans. Like we loved the show. Yeah. We were having reactionary moments watching the show. And right. we, we knew that this was something that could be uh, a reaction worthy show. And did we know it would lead up to so many other channels being created? Taylor Robinson, like there were so many other reactors that came out. Take, Take three, three. Uh, let's get ready. Like everybody coming out, not just reactions, but just in terms of after shows and dissection and just mm -hmm. talking about the show, we had no idea. And granted we weren't the only ones. It was like a, a couple other channels that were out doing it at the same time mm -hmm. as us. But man, it was, you know, we put in the work and we put in the effort. Like that yeah. was a lot of effort and dedication to film and edit those reactions uh, weekly, multiple times a week, especially the pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things, like you said, it was niche and it was a situation where we loved it so much that we didn't care what the numbers would be. Right, we just wanted to do it and you know, might as well just put it on YouTube. Sure. That was the best place to put it because yeah. it got us in the door with Christian yeah. Arloff. We wanted him to know we loved it so much and we're going to show mm -hmm. you why. Yeah. And we did. And and that the rest, as they say, is it's history. history. It's true. Yeah, I used to watch the Shimoda match on whatever day it came out. And then as soon as your uh, uh, reaction came up, I would watch your reaction to it, even though I just watched the match. Aww. So I, I missed I missed the Shimoda reactions. I'm, I mean, I missed the Shimoda period. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I'm co-hosting the Nostalgia Crackdown here and talking about it every month. But right. um, I, I miss you guys' reactions to it a lot. We appreciate it. And we did yeah. too. There's just got, there was too many. They were just way too, he got to the point yeah. where he was doing like, like almost every day. Yeah, and it was like, Christian, we, 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 we yeah. can't, we can't keep up with the amount. And then the pay-per-views went from three hours to seven hours. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we, yeah, we were breaking it up into multiple videos and it's like mm -hmm. this long form stuff. You know, the matches are an hour long for the uh -huh. most part, unless you got your ass whipped and then they were shorter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we, you know, it, and it took a while to edit, edit, render, upload, like, that that was very time consuming, but yeah, we miss them. We in the we miss like how it was in the the first you know half, not even the first half, like six six seasons of the Schmodown, seven seasons of the Schmodown. Then after that, it, yeah. it got a bit much. Then we just watched it. Yeah. At that point, we watched it at home and played along like we did, you know, for that short period before we started doing reactions. Right. But look in retrospect, though, in retrospect, looking at it. Like we, I, we should have found a way to make those videos more digestible, not as long. Like Adelia, you'd have to sit there and watch the match twice. Now, granted, I know you had fun and enjoyed it, but there, Christian liked us to watch it in its entirety. But I feel like we should have figured out a way to just give you the highlights of what was going on to make it not yeah. so much of a dedication to watch every episode.
it's like it's like when you watch a, an NFL game or a or a basketball game. It's called the condensed highlights, where it's like yeah. it's the game in like ten minutes. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, yep. yeah, it's, yeah, kind of like that. And it, we we should have just put us up on the screen when something funny was said or mm -hmm. when a moment happened, and then you could leave in like the final three questions, like mm -hmm. the the building up the suspense and oh my god. But yeah, a lot of things in hindsight we wish we could have done different yeah. with that. But we are very happy with but, the outcome. Right? Yeah, like what we did was great too. Yeah. Well, guys, you know I want to only get only get on a serious topic from that interview again with Eric. Uh, yeah. I keep I keep referencing that interview because it was a phenomenal conversation, and I don't just I don't just say that because I go by the rule. This right, uh, the way I support my friends is if they weren't my friend, would I be watching this? You know, nine times out of ten, it's usually I'm watching this because they're my friend. But sometimes I'm even if you weren't my friend, I'll still watch this. Eric's podcast, even if I didn't know Eric and I wasn't his friend, I'll still be I'll still be watching it because I like good conversation, good insight. And, and, and great people, right? So, like, you three were phenomenal together. And um, same, thing, same thing with you, Rob, Robert, where you said um, you, you, uh, your job got consolidated at Best Buy. It kind of evaporated your position where you had two jobs. You had the you had the channel, then you had the Best Buy job. And then you made the decision when you found out that, you know, the the Best Buy job, they just gave you a mug. You know, did they, did they really value you? Did they really not value you? When, during that realization where you're like, you know what? I'm out. I'm going to go do this where I value myself and I'm going I'm, I'm to dedicate myself to this. Was it scary? Was it something? Was it kind of a relief? What were you? What were the emotions that came to your mind where you're like, you know what? Full time. I'm, I'm done with this. Full time this one. Can you take me through that? Sure. So I guess, I mean, I, I didn't get, I guess I could totally see how you came to that conclusion. Oh. Uh, I did leave Best Buy Best Buy was how we got the equipment, but I was already long gone from Best Buy. I was working at a TV station. Uh, I was okay. a direct. I was a director for the local news here in Tucson, one of the stations, uh, and that that was where I uh, went through years of training other people, consolidating two different positions of directors and the operation technicians. Without, I was an operation technician and the directors got merged into one department. So I became a director, but then I had to train all the other directors how to do the operations technician job. And then we were told there would be a raise at the end of it. And then when we got to the end of the training, ended up losing a bunch of people, bringing more in, there was no raise. And I asked for the raise specifically for what I did. And instead I got a corrective action for something that was done when I wasn't in the building. And I also ended up getting a mug as a thank you for it. That was where it was like, okay, well now I'm going to reevaluate what I've been doing with the channel ever since Best Buy, where we started. Best Buy, the TV station, I was gotcha. doing two jobs, this channel being the second job the entire time. Yeah, it was it was scary to the point where it wasn't like it was scary until the point where we were making the money every single uh, paycheck essentially coming from Google. We were getting the ad revenue that was on the equivalent end, if not more, sometimes double what I was getting at the uh, at the station. And so it was like, yeah, it, it, once that safety net was there in a sense that like, well, I'm still going to be making the money. So that's the whole reason why I'm quitting, right? Like I have the experience, I have the notoriety, the position, the references. So worse things worse, I guess I could come back if I wanted to, which I don't and I'm not gonna, but I can utilize what I did learn from that if I really, really needed to, to get a job doing something else. So I never felt like 
it was too scary of a hurdle to jump over because I knew I'd be okay. And the channel already said I would be okay. It's just, you know, now with everything, all the price, rising prices of everything, groceries, gas, all the escalated inflation. Um, now it's at the point where it's like, well, maybe I should get a second job again, just so I can have more of a cushion because after what just went down with the health stuff, like you got to have a little bit of a cushion. You got to pad the, the savings account, um, which thank goodness everybody came out to, to help us during that, uh, that medical situation, because there was no way, man, the amount of money that they were asking, and that's with insurance, the amount of money that they were asking, like five grand just for x-rays. Are you kidding me? And that's with insurance. So um granted we're trying to get that taken care of still i haven't heard back but we'll see yeah. that's a scary part but when you get to a point where you can do it for yourself and and make the money on your own or monetize your creativity like you, after that man no i wasn't scared i at all and I haven't been scared uh since since i left which was july of two years ago so it's going pretty good. And anybody, anybody who eventually makes that leap. And I'd say this to anybody who is in a job where they're undervalued and underappreciated, just know that with your ability and your potential and what you have done already just for that job, if you're a hard worker, anybody would snatch that up. They absolutely would in a heartbeat. You just have to dedicate and apply yourself in those situations. And granted, that doesn't mean, you know, go from a Best Buy to a Target. Like they're going to treat you as crap just the same. It doesn't matter. But, you know, if there is something that you're good at, Adelia, man, you've shown. I was just talking to Vanessa about Adelia the other day. I was like, that's a damn good producer right there. Reminding us when it is, keeping in contact with it. Like, girl, you got your shit down. And that just goes Thank to show you. you, if you have the effort and the ability and what you have to show for it, like, you're somebody that I would snatch up, just like Passion Fruit did. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bringing you in. Ferris, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you're the pretty face, not friend yeah. with the words. You just, yeah. you hey, talk man, it all. I'm, 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 you know how many people I had to beat beat away with a stick trying to snatch her up? <laughs> man, I, I, I'm, I'm ready, and I'll fight. I'll fight to the death for her, man. Like, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta rumble. You know what I mean? I, I, I need her. I need her, man. <laughs> And that's what's awesome. Like, as soon as she said, like, you're doing the new show and she's like with fairs, I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. So the two of you, hell yeah, we'll come and talk to you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, we love you guys. So putting you guys together, yeah. that's, it's a heavy hitter duo right there. So she's in the perfect place, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that's the only thing you have to do. You oh, can no. do, you can apply yourself other places and, you know, make it work for you. And that's what we ended up doing. So. Yeah. Well, I, now I want to give Vanessa's, uh, Vanessa's perspective on that situation. Like, like, you know, as you know, you were seeing Robert do this, like what was going through your mind? What, what was, you know, were you encouraging? Were you also scared? Like what was going through your mind? No, I wasn't scared at all. She's like, uh, I got a job. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, I have a job still. Uh, so I know I wasn't scared at all because I knew like what we were doing and like the amount of money and stuff that was coming in and all that stuff. So, uh, and the fact that he was constantly talking about the job uh, to the point where I was like, yeah, eventually, yeah, you gotta leave. Like, when he told me about the whole mug thing, I was in shock. I was like, ooh, like, <laughs> you got one of them good, good uh, quit stories. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, I still remember the lead anchor yeah. at that store, the lead anchor store at that station. He came up to me, he's like, Rob, come here. And I went over and talked to him. He's like, what was going on? I was like, what, could you, could you hear me? Like, I was just... 
was everybody listening to me because her office she was the the news director and she, her office is right there at the bullpen where all the reporters are all the producers so i was like could you hear me in there and he's like no nah, dude like we just looked over and we could all see you doing this and your hands in the air and you were just so animated and we've never seen you like that here at the station and i was like oh okay yeah good no i quit and he's like what and i'm like yeah i put in my two weeks so yeah i'm glad you couldn't hear me though because uh, i was talking sternly assertively not yelling uh but even like the lead anchor came over and was just like damn uh, he's like, well, now you got a good quitting story. It's like, yeah. yeah. So everybody wanted to hear my quitting story. Yeah. All the, the reporters and, and producers. And it, I wasn't the only one, dude. They ended up, ended, I think it was like 30, 30 people ended up quitting from every department during that reign of that news director. Yeah. And then she ended up getting transferred out anyways. But it's like, dude, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Like just to the point where they were they were expecting more and paying less they were bonusing mm -hmm. and they were profiting like crazy off of the pandemic through commercials and all that like the advertisements everybody was home watching they were hemorrhaging money it was political season like they were getting all the ad revenue for the political ads and they were bonusing like crazy all the higher ups and yet they couldn't give me an extra dollar like, and that's what I was asking for. It's like, shit, I should be making four extra dollars. But no, they just wouldn't do it. And I just, I knew that they, they had gone to the dark side when it comes to yeah, then, taking advantage of your workers. When he told me like the exact thing that the, the manager said, she was just like, uh, you got the mug, right? And then yeah, like, you yeah, got your mug, like, right? that's your bonus. That's your, yeah, that's, that's your that, raise. That's your, something. that's your raise. <laughs> Oh my god! And like, I had my my two weeks notice already written. <laughs> yeah, well, pocket. I quit. <laughs> it just wasn't dated or signed because I knew I would end up using it very shortly. Because I was going to ask for the raise, so I knew it was coming. So yeah, instead she ended up giving me a write up because somebody who uh, was in the room didn't realize he was supposed to be rolling commercials during WWE SmackDown. How do you not roll commercials during WWE SmackDown? It's like your highest it's revenue he's point. Paying attention to it's because he's on. yeah, I pay attention. He this kid didn't, and I wasn't even there. I was Real on lunch. lunch. I was out of the building, and he's just uh, idiot. He ended up getting fired right after me though, but should have been fired before me, so I never would have gotten in trouble. But anyways. I vented. Thank you so much. I haven't vented that Welcome, job man. in like two years. Like, good, man. Good. I'm just sitting back and listening. Sometimes you need a good vent session. I, yeah. I know. It, and yeah. it sucked. Dude, that job was, I even told Vanessa, man, I could still be doing that job. I would do that job till I retired yeah. because that job was cake until they gave you the massive workload and didn't compensate you for it. Right. Mm -hmm. it, I was doing two jobs, two full jobs for the price of one. Yeah. That ain't good biz. Not no. in my book. So yeah, anybody who's getting uh, taken advantage of at their job, don't let it happen. There's no reason to. Uh, don't let the managers walk all over you. Don't feel bad if you need to take a sick day. Like screw that, dude. You take it. You use it. <laughs> to be fair, though, it's a pretty pretty good mug, though. <laughs> it's a great mug. Speaking of the mug, mug. Andres, show us the mug. Show us the mug. All right, I'll be right back. All right. You, you, yeah. <laughs> I Andres, use it that's sometimes for, you, for coffee. It's yeah, coming for you, Andres. Like, for coffee yeah. <laughs> is it inscribed uh, alan no. smithy says that mug better make its own coffee i wish but yeah so this is the company i used to work for hello, great I'm television awesome. hello i'm awesome but it's a pretty good mug it's like the miz over here mike mizanin let's do it you know what, you know what? Uh, 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 uh. 
Cover your face, Vanessa. <laughs> Hello, I'm awesome. You know, that's a, that's a really cool mug. That's a really nice mug. It's a heavy yeah. duty yes. mug too. It's, it's just you know, it's just you know, it, that mug would be better if you know it came with a check. You know what I mean? Yeah, it came yeah, with. Yeah. Would have been yeah. would have been much better if it was filled yeah. with money. Exactly. But either way, from what I heard, they ain't doing so good right now. So, not to wish their downfall, but I told them so. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So, so Robert, you, you brought it up. Um, you did you did go through a little health scare. Um, you know, um, um, kind of you know you kind of you know, kind of put everybody on a, a little a little scared. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was I was I was scared of shit. Right. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really scared. Um, how you feeling now? Um, you know, you, you said you know you still have to deal with the X-ray bill, but like as like you know, physically, mentally, how are you, how are you in, in, Where are you now? Are you better? Um, you still dealing with something? Like, how, how you feel? You probably hear my dog drinking water in the background. Uh, I'm much better compared to where I was. Uh, there was a, the iron deficiency that I was dealing with, anemia, and I ended up taking iron pills for like the last month. So we're waiting to see how that's going to affect me going forward um, because that was the, one of the biggest remnants because I was... I needed to nap like three times a day. I was groggy, tired all the time. And it's because I had the blood transfusions and all the loss of blood. So I was just, you know, weak, weak, completely weak, but uh, much better now in comparison. I took my nap today, so we're good. I took my nap yesterday, which is good, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm working back up. Uh, the iron pills are done. I'm not sure what my levels are yet. I still have to go get another blood test just to make sure. But as for any of the blood, I'm not bleeding, haven't bled since the hospital, which was what, over two months ago yeah, now, headed on three months. months now, yeah. So everything's going much better. We're back to normal. Yeah. There were some residual things that ended up happening, like enlarged spleen due to the anemia. So it's yeah. all like a chain reaction. Mm -hmm. um, ended up getting sick, like my throat was hurting, but yeah. like I, it, it knocked me on my ass, but it's slowly but surely you know, I'm recovering. Yeah. So at this point now, like we've, you know, we're focused, we're focused moving forward, um, back to, you know, full capacity on the channel. We'd like to do more on the channel, but you know, that just comes down to time and, and energy. Like yeah, you things, know. things will change as far as like diet and stuff too. Like no more alcohol. Yeah. I haven't had alcohol. He hasn't since. had caffeine since. Nope. No caffeine since it all went down. Yeah. No alcohol since it all went down. Um, just water, water. After milk it every happened too, he was on a soft diet for himself. Like they didn't, they didn't tell him he had to do it. Uh, he just did it for himself. So he was on a soft diet for a while, um, and then finally back to normal food. Sure. Although so, majority of the food, I feel like is okay on a soft diet anyway. So it was like mashed like potatoes meatloaf. and meatloaf. That was pretty much all I ate for a while, which is great. I love mashed potatoes and meatloaf. That apparently they're like gravy is your friend on a soft food diet. I'm like, yeah, yeah my cholesterol says otherwise. Uh, like, and then there's other things that like contradict certain things too. So it's like, uh, cause, uh, at least something like, I guess good that came out of it is that you found out that you had that diverticulosis right um so i mean if you never did go in there you would have i guess you wouldn't know have no idea that you had it <laughs> hey, and we know everybody you know should t have a colonoscopy at some point in their life right. earlier rather mm -hmm. than later i've had two of them 
and yeah. two endoscopies. So now I know that I'm free of anything, you know, yeah, that could be lumen. Because like, that was something I was always concerned stuff. about, yeah. especially like with what Kevin Smets had to go through. So it was something I was concerned about. So I'm glad that they got in there and figured out that everything's cool down there other yeah. than the diverticulosis. Right. So that just means essentially, and again, it's contradictory based on what the doctors say, but uh, I, I can't, I can't have popcorn. I can't have seeds. I can't have peanuts. I can't have almonds. It's like, mainly just so that it doesn't, I guess, irritate. But at the same time, there's a lot of things out there that says, well, there isn't like full study that these could cause, you know, eruptions or stuff to those little pockets. So, yeah. Yeah. But just better be safe than sorry. So in other words, we're just taking it day by day. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. Vanessa, like what was, what were you going through? Like your emotions and your, you know, mindset going. Oh, stressed. Oh yeah. Yeah. She cried. <laughs> I cried. I did. I cried at night with my dog, just petting her all the time because it's scary you know you've never yeah. really been in a situation like that you don't know what's going on so just kind of go like especially at the beginning too and i didn't know that they do this for like patients because this is the first time we've really just in general had him stay at the hospital in this way or just like anybody in my life had been in a hospital this way but he i remember him texting me and they he was like yeah they're asking me if i have a living will and all this stuff and i was just like what <laughs> like it took me so by surprise but apparently you know they they pretty much do that for everyone which i get yeah now, the, the but, first thing was yeah, like was have like you ever had a blood transfusion out. and yeah. do you have an active living will i'm like uh <laughs> No on both. Yeah. But yeah, it's guess because the transfusion can yeah, go and then by the wrong. fifth transfusion, Robert's like, I'm getting another transfusion. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel bad, you know. I had I had nine transfusions, but yeah. I was in the ICU with the guy who had 40. Yeah. Like 40 transfusions. Yeah. Cause this dude was just going. Needing, those, needing the blood. But yeah. yeah. So if you need it, if you can donate, donate. Absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. I just got an email too that they recently changed one of their um from american rock cross that they no longer uh when you are doing like the questionnaire to get blood tested that they no longer ask you about like sexual orientation and all of that stuff so they kind of go in with like everybody gets the same amount of questions uh which is huge because you know before they never let people who were uh, you know lgbtq that were sexually active so now it gives more opportunity for them uh to do it too so that's cool because at this point they're just like it's out there or you're gonna get it no matter what so <laughs> like that's the case they should just base it on whether or not it's infected or not so yeah and you they know, have other ways to you know make sure that the blood is good so yeah. if, if you can and it's you're great. living and you got that red stuff in you and you can donate do it and they should be able to take it they should take it i'm a car carrying it. i have like an american express american express <laughs> she gets through the bloodline faster <laughs> i have george clooney over uh, here yeah, blood card. yeah I have jerry, a card. Uh, I have a jerry card. seinfeld yeah right you know what oh, I mean? oh yeah <laughs> you know what's crazy i made the reference to the jerry seinfeld american express commercials and everyone around me was like what are you talking about like they, if they, I feel like I'm like, wait, y'all don't remember him being a spokesman for American, like American Express? They're like, nah. Yeah. They was like, remember Ellen? Like, nope. I was like, what? <laughs> like, like they were everywhere. I was, I was confused. You know, not to be off topic. I'm just sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> they were everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, didn't you see him when he went to the diner? He pulled it out and like, no. Like, nah, bro. 
Fair's what over here do, doesn't know shit about comics, but can throw down their knowledge on American <laughs> Express commercials. <laughs> no, nah, man, commercials. That, yeah, man, like, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, I did. So, like, album this weird generation where, like, we were stuck in between two generations. It's like the generation where it's like, what's a commercial? And the other com- and the other generation was like, we channel surfed. Sure. And I'm like, I'm like in the middle. I'm like, I channel surfed growing up. But like, I've also like done stuff where like, there is no commercials. It's like, I'm, I got identity crisis and I got generational identity crisis. That's what I got. You know what I mean? So I feel like that. you get to, you get the, like the best of both worlds because yeah. you got to remember how it was when you got to just channel surf and see those mm-hmm. old school commercials, when you put it on the TV guide channel, yes. just to see what was showing on all the different or channels. Or when you had to go to the TV yeah. guide channel, cause there was no guide. So you had mm-hmm. to figure out what you want to watch. And then sometimes you forget and you like you look your your head turn you missed your for channel. like two seconds mm-hmm. and you missed your channel and you gotta wait for the thing gotta to take scroll the long all way around. over again that happened to me a lot but at the same time <laughs> you don't have to deal with that anymore so you look at it nostalgically where you're like oh those are you get yourself times. the tv guide with al roker on it oh yeah jerry stiller <laughs> like yeah <laughs> almost said arthur that's his character name in king of queens it's frank frank casanza yeah my, like with me it's like um I remember like just channel surfing. Like I don't know how big pro wrestling fans here, but like I found TNA channel surfing. We would just channel surf and like we were on this Spike TV. It was Spike TV, which no longer exists. Yep. It's not Paramount Network. Um, and we're we turned it on and it, they're wrestling. And I'm like, is it? It's Thursday. It's not Monday. You know. And I'm and I'm pretty sure SmackDown moved to Friday. Sure. Like, yeah, like what is this? What is this organization that's wrestling? And then I see Kurt Angle. And I'm like, wait, that's where Kurt Angle went? Like, wait, is this WWE? I'm I'm confused. And then I saw this dude wearing this white and black face paint. I'm like, who the hell is that guy? Who's thing? Who's thing? I'm like, hey, who the hell is this guy? And then it's and then like this dude named AJ Styles out here jumping through cages. And I'm like, what is this? You know, I'm like. Why is the ring not a square? It's like an octagon. Or it was whatever, like, yeah, it was hexagon. like six sides. Yeah. I'm just like, me and my little brother are like, yo, is this WWE's new TV show? I'm like, I think so. Because <laughs> it's Kurt Angle. Like, I see Kurt Angle. He's right there. Right. I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, and I found out it was TNA. It was something different. And I'm like, it was channel surfing. Just cha- good old channel surfing. Um, That's how I became a big fan of uh, the Fast and the Furious. They would do marathons on TNT and TBS. They would just like show the first like three back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yo, I love these movies. I've never actually seen a Fast and the Furious movie in theaters. I've never seen one. In theaters. You ain't miss much. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, after after eight. Like, what are we doing here? Like what five was here? five was my favorite, but it's actually yeah. the first one I ever saw in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. The uh um, what I love too, like back in the day, and people just don't know the 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 joy you got from like pay-per-view when you actually were able to order something off pay-per-view. But then when pay-per-view started doing the all day rental or all day ticket where it was like unlimited. So you could just watch the movie over and over and over (laughs) all day for 24 hours, Mm -hmm. which was incredible. And people always wonder like, why do you like movies like Biodome and Son-in-Law and like all those movies? It's like, 
It's because we rented it and I got an all day rental and I watched them like 10 times in one day. And that's yeah. how I know so many of those older movies because we did the rentals over and over. And like, you don't get that anymore. Now it's popping on, it's streaming, you walk away, you put it on, maybe you watch the rest of it later. But it was a joy to be able to get that movie for that much, that period of time to watch it as much as you can before it's gone until you can buy it or you know eventually see it again later right but, because it felt like it took forever for it to get from uh, theaters the theater to, to you know home video right. so. that's also the benefit yeah. of blockbuster too which yeah. people just don't appreciate so, anymore the one pay-per-view we bought a year one pay-per-view it was always wrestlemania of course <laughs> yeah we would buy wrestlemania it started i think with wrestlemania 23 where it was um you know in, it was Donald Trump versus Vince McMahon. Oh, where it was, where it was Bobby was Lashley. Yeah, it was the hair match. That was the first one we ever bought, and then we bought the next one, and then we bought. We we just kept buying it and buying, it, and I'm like, and then you know WWE Network came around, and like we didn't have to buy it. We just you know but you buy the streaming service, you know, which was pretty damn good streaming service, might I add. Um, but yeah, like every April I would wait, like we're gonna buy WrestleMania this week. Like WrestleMania, we're buying it, and then we would have a party. And we, you know, it's like me and my brothers and our cousins, we're watching pro wrestling and you're like, yeah, man, this, this is the life. Yep. I can't, this is amazing. <laughs> Not knowing that a streaming service is coming in the next four sure. years. Yeah. Peacock. <laughs> yeah. Peacock. WWE now Network, it's nothing. You know, no. Now it's, yeah, it's whatever yeah. it's called. We, um, uh, well, now it's nothing to watch it. You just pop on Peacock and there it is. Whereas yeah. before you'd have to find somebody who was paying for it or drop the money yourself. Yeah. Luckily me growing up when we had the uh, attitude era of WWE, like my neighbor had a black box. So we just mm. all would file into his house every Sunday and watch the pay-per-views for free, which was mm. amazing. Then we would end up going later in life. It was to Hooters because Hooters would show the uh, pay-per-views there for free. Mm. So you just go get a burger and freaking watch the crazy ass pay-per-views. Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon was incredible. But yeah. yeah, that was life. Now it's like, oh, that's right. WrestleMania is today. Peacock. Yeah. I'll wait till it's I'm over good. so I can fast forward. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to that with AEW pay-per-views on Max or something because I don't want to pay for this all the time. I agree. I agree. And you would be, it makes sense it would be Max, right? Because I yeah. think they're owned by Warner. So mm -hmm. why yeah. don't they? That would be awesome. That'd be great. I'd actually start calling them Max if they did that. I'm holding out. It's HBO Max though. Yeah. Just like yeah. Twitter. It'll, Twitter. It'll be HBO Max on the day I die. <laughs> does he not call it twitter anymore no oh, it's, it's x i mean i see the x's but it's, it's, it's still twitter.com you know his mama named him twitter i'm gonna name him i'm gonna call him twitter all right sure. that's what's <laughs> happening i mean it's still twitter.com though so unless he changes the damn thing to x.com i feel like that would probably be too much well it's twitter then if it's twitter.com twitter. yeah so x, x, probably x.com has probably got bought it's no. probably something dirty. I'm gonna go yeah. check. Yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna lie. You're, prob you're probably right. Some virus over here. Yeah, yeah. or if it goes to Twitter.com. Yep. Oh, x.com yeah, goes, goes to Twitter.com. Twitter.com. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> whatever. Not nah, man. You know, like, like I, I grew up watching VHS tapes. I have an entire box of VHS tapes still at my mom's house. My mom is okay. I love my mom. She's a tad bit of a hoarder. And I love it because <laughs> she doesn't throw nothing away, like nothing. And like she kept our VHS box, like it's this giant box of just random VHS. We have like three copies of Men in Black. 
I'm like, why do we need three copies? It's like, because we got three copies. I was like, okay, cool. That's nice. And like, I knew Star Wars as Star Wars. I didn't know that George Lucas like changed the, the titles. Because like when the VHS did, when I, when I would watch it, it was just New Hope. But it just had Star Wars on it. That's I was like, so that's Star Wars. And then, you know, I channel surf and episodes one, two, and three are on TBS. And I'm like, wait, there's more? Yes, exactly. Robert, look at that. Look at that. Look at that beauty. So I used to have the original ones like that came out in like the late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. And I'm an idiot. Again, I'd lack foresight, ended up selling them at the swap meet. Yeah, but these ones don't have, these aren't the ones that got remade. Yeah, no, these are the ones right before they remade it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They they had Pond shooting first, but yeah. Yeah, I'm a, there was, there was a, there's a nice old couple up the street from me growing up they would have yard sales and my mom would go to the yard sale and it's like cool and then and then she would come back with like a box of action figures i'm like thank you like and then like <laughs> and then like we went to the yard sale once and we bought this like box it was like a train set like they had a train set and we had, we we like we just bought all of our toys from this yard sale shout out to shout out to that old couple up the street i don't know you guys names i remember you, you guys had the house it was it was the silver gate. I remember the house. It was, I remember it. But like yeah, the Johnsons. Yeah, probably. My pride possession, <laughs> my Titanic. Two two I tapes. I have those still. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, okay. This I'm, was I'm, this movie was the reason why we had to buy the separate VHS rewinder, the little like butt thing where you put it in, and it would just rewind it mm-hmm. because of this movie. Because I would watch it so much that we would have to have a separate one. So when watching second tape, I put the first tape in as it's rewinding. But yeah, we had one of those. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Yeah. Amen. Titanic? Scary movie. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Go ahead. All right. I can't swim. Okay? Oof. All right. So when the Titanic is going down and water is just gushing through the hallways, just destroying everything like water is scary okay and i can't swim so my worst nightmare is happening as this movie is going through like and i just like i freaked the shit i freaked out yeah i freaked out and like there's that one scene where they're all like just standing on a on a on a on a steps and it's like it's him and her and like his irish friend and his irish friend like protects them and dies in the like dies in the hallway because he gets crushed by the water i freaked out i was like no absolutely not this is not a love movie at all okay scary movie but then then at the end of the movie that's when it that's when it pissed me off let me tell you why (laughs) he throws the diamond in the ocean all right okay let me let me point this up i looked this up right so in in the movie not 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 in the movie technically that diamond, you know how much it costs, Robert? In the movie, you know how much it costs? No, I lost to Marisol in that Titanic yeah. quiz. It, <laughs> it, it was more worth than the Hope Diamond. Yeah, it was worth like ninety million dollars. That diamond. I, I looked it up in, in in the story. It's worth ninety million. So imagine, Robert, if Vanessa throws ninety million dollars in the ocean. <laughs> Picture that. Picture it. I and Vanessa, same it. thing. You throw nine. You you you. Robert throws ninety million dollars in the ocean. How angry it's about love. It's about romanticism. 
Look at her. She's going to side with Rose no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg in the chat saying it was Rose selfish for not selling that necklace and not helping out her family. No. Yes. No. I don't think Nin- so. $90 million. Because it was Vanessa. from Cal. So it was like. I don't know. But why'd you keep it in the first place? Exactly. Why'd you keep it in the first place? Also, too, he killed himself. So who cared? You know? Eventually, like, yeah. So it, it, it was like only like four years after the incident. It was like in 1927 when the market crashed. Eventually. So like he got, so he got his comeuppance, I guess, if you want to call <laughs> it that. <laughs> Lost his money. But we don't his know brain. like what their situation was. They looked her up too, and she said she was an actress. Maybe she made some good money anyway, so she doesn't need Cal's money. But so you're saying that. So I, I'm wondering if you mean her old family or her new family, because it looked like her new family probably didn't need the money, but the old family probably could have used the money from the diamond. That's why they, that's why they were her marrying mom. her off. Yeah, she was there. The reason her mom she was, was rude. Yeah, yeah, her mom was kind of a. Yeah, she was, and and her <laughs> mom like, and her mom died because she was in the Titanic. Like most of them died, so it doesn't she really matter. Died being an and old and she and she then. changed her name. Like at the end, she changed her name to uh, Jack's last name. What's his last name? Um, Dawson. Dawson. She yeah, so Johnson. She Rose Dawson. Oh, not Johnson. Yeah. Dawson. Rose Johnson. What if her name was Rose Johnson? Does that yeah. ruin it for you a little bit? <laughs> Can I get your name, please, Lex? Rose Johnson. <laughs> I would keep your whippicator. Nah, but, man, like imagine that, man. Like I'm this movie. I'm like this is a great movie, and then you know I got scared, but that didn't mean I, I'm like. Even the scary part was amazing. I called it a great movie. Then at the end, I'm like, did this woman just throw $90 million in the ocean? Like, like I can't get past that. It just throws me off. I'm like, you threw $90 million in the ocean. I'm sorry. I mean, there's that, that uh, deleted alternative. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> alternative <laughs> ending where they do find out that she has the, the necklace. And yeah, it was ridiculous. He's like, let me just hold it. And then she throws it. But yeah. It's just, <laughs> she had to punch out a couple of kids first. As, uh, nah, just, man, imagine, like, imagine like you're, you're Bill Paxton's character and you like you find the Titanic and you're looking for the diamond and this old lady interrupts your excavation and tells you this beautiful weird story and you're like and then like like then you find out she has the diamond and you're like I'm wasting my I, you know what I, I would probably I would have probably stole it from her. Okay, so she's a really old goddamn liar. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 one bit of the 101 next month. Yeah. Yeah. I could sure, have thrown it in there. Oh yes. All right, did she die at the end? Yeah, yeah she does. Oh, she dies? Yeah. Yeah, she does. She she dies in her sleep, an old lady in her bed. Warm in her bed. Warm in her bed. <laughs> but yeah, she does. Yeah, so that's oh. wild. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, guys. We've gone a little over. Uh, we usually do an hour, but we get an hour or 17. But you know what? Time flies when you're having fun. That's yes, what they say. Time flies when you're having fun. But now... Time just flies now. Yeah, kind of. That is. <laughs> yeah. But without further ado, late to the party. Where can people find you? Well, we appreciate you guys having Thank us you. on. Thank yes. Delia and Ferris, you we guys are amazing, it. and we can't wait to see where you guys go with this show. Um, already got to, you know, subscribe. I think, like, I was subscribed and then not subscribed, so what the hell? Got to go back and start all over again, but got to keep on, on track keep for on what you guys have coming people. on. Mm-hmm. That could be what it was. But uh, you can find us late to the party, wherever. I mean, just 
Google it, look it up. You'll see us somewhere out there. Better late than never, our retro reaction movie series. We're going through movies of the past, voted on by our patrons. Just watch Nobody uh, this past week. And then uh, next week, more than likely, it's going to be Dragonheart because yeah. that's the one kicking ass in the poll right now. So be mm -hmm. on the lookout for that. All right, the day we can find you. Um, here every uh, month doing Nostalgia Crackdown with Josh. Uh, this month we have a good show. We're going to be talking about the first, uh, not the first, but the uh, Shmodan teams that only played together once is our theme for this month. So that'll be interesting. And uh, you can find us here every Friday night, 8 o'clock Pacific, doing the open table with Ferris. Uh, have a lot of fun doing this. And over on uh, the Highlights channel, we've got Starting Eleven back starting this week. Because the Premier League's back, so me and Snark talking about the Premier League every week, uh, Tuesdays, 3 p.m. World football. Yep. The real Paris, football. Where can people find you? You can find me here, guys, every Friday. First, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Central on the our sports channel. That's Gordy Network, the highlights. It is Good Friends, Better Rivals. It is me and Caleb. We talk NFC East. We talk American football. Unlike Adelia, who talks world football, we talk about the American football scene as well as Mondays, 8 o'clock Pacific here, the open table. Next week, can I tease it, Adelia? Yep. Next week, one of our guests is actually in the chat. He's been in the chat all night. Him and someone else will be with us together. Should I say the names or should I just leave it as that? Just say oh. it. Just say Andres it. And Andres, it's Andres and Jen. Yay! Next week, Andres and Jen will be showing up. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, their life. Andres moving to Boston. Jen being awesome. Andre being awesome. Just awesome people talking to awesome times. Now just we have like a place to stay when we go to Boston. Yeah. Huh, Andres. Huh, Andres. Huh, Andres. Yeah. <laughs> Andres. Andres. Question. Um, and uh, I'm at Ferris Blown on Twitter. Uh, um, I'm at the... Undersc uh, the underscore Ferris underscore Muthana on Instagram. I'm gonna start using Instagram more, you know, because you know why not? You know, I, the one the one social media I don't really use that I have, so I'm gonna use it. Why not? Let's use it one day. But on that note, everyone, yeah, so much for joining us. Have a wonderful time. And one more thing about Titanic. I just want to point one more thing. <laughs> All right. You know, Jack could have jumped on another debris and saved himself. I just want to point that out. He could have he could have jumped on another thing. That's not on, true. not on the Maybe. not on the not on the door. The door, no. But there was other stuff in the ocean that he could have jumped on. No. If Devil. there was. <laughs> yeah. There was other stuff on the ship they could have fashioned into something yes. and pushed it out. I would have just gone to the part so that was fast. closest to the water, put yeah. it in the water, get on top of it, and then just start floating out. And then that's where you're okay. Plenty of time. Maybe. Thank Plenty you. Of time. Thank you. Anyways. All, All right, Andres, note, we'll be there. Yeah, Andres. On that note, guys, thank you guys so much for joining. See you all next time. Bye.